Jonas and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. Horoscopes. Aries. Your needs and projects are in focus. This is going to bring a strong emphasis on anything that helps boost your moral. Because you've been feeling a little insecure and this is going to get you out of that funk. Taurus. Enjoy some time in quiet and solitude. Take today to reflect upon events as you prepare yourself for this new part of your life. Gemini. You have so much going for you, Gemini, and you may feel like you're not going anywhere. Don't stress over it because today is going to help you to realize your potential. Cancer. You ventured out and learned a new task, and you feel great about it, but there's so much that you still want to learn. You will finally think you're worth something, and you have so much to add. Leo. You should be a little more introspective than usual, Leo. This can serve you well, because not only will you learn a lot about yourself, but you'll be learning about the people who are the closest to you. Virgo. Your physical and mental well-being are going to be the focus today. You need to put in that extra effort to make sure you're eating healthy and getting some exercise. By doing so, you're going to be able to focus on your to-do list. Libra. You have your mind set on advancing your career, Libra, but you're also distracted by some outside interests. Today will help you merge both of them to think of an out-of-the-box way to advance your career. Scorpio. You may need to have a conversation with your family regarding how you feel and what needs to change. It's best if you handle this today so these emotions don't build up. Sagittarius. You'll be attracted to faraway places, but before you pack up your bags and bolt, do some research. Feel this desire to explore and learn new things. Just make sure the timing is right. Capricorn. You and your partner haven't been seeing eye to eye lately, and that's causing a lot of tension between the two of you. But today, you guys will be able to talk freely and be able to clear up any confusion. Aquarius. You are going to be walking on cloud nine today, Aquarius. It seems like nothing can bring you down, and you're in a great state of mind. Take full advantage of this today. Pisces. You're someone who hates being out of the loop. Don't take it personally if someone does so by accident. Instead, talk it out with them and get their side of the story. And those are your Thursday morning horoscopes. If you want to read them again, head on over to chum1045.com and visit the Marilyn Dennis and Jamar page. Toronto's Feel Good Morning Show. It's Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Chum1045. Technology, it is booming. Uh, listen to this this new piece of tech for people who are deaf or hard of hearing. Uh, it's a pair of glasses by a company. I believe the company is called Enreal. Enreal. It's smart glasses, and you put the glasses on. And using aug- have you have you messed with augmented reality yet? Have you ever played with any of these things? No, only in my brain. <laughs> uh, you should see it in real life. It's kind of cool. Like you, yeah. you will hold up your phone, yeah. camera to something, and then whatever you're camera seeing uh-huh. it will just play like little images it was kind of like the pokemon go game yeah you like yeah, okay you hold up the game and then you see all the little characters yeah in the real I saw world that when, I, when i went out and was a little boy yeah there it is yeah, so sure. these glasses do sort of the same thing only they are able to read the the lips of people the language or hear what people are saying and then it displays it in english that's pretty cool. in the glasses so if you can't hear you can just read what the glasses are hearing. That is pretty amazing. That's pretty interesting, right? Without it being like anybody noticing that you're not able to, to you know, that, not seeing, not perceiving, perceiving, yeah, not word. perceiving uh, yeah. your 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 uh, impairment. 
if you will. Right. Yeah, that, that's a really cool. And it's kind of the same technology, I think, that they use. You know how a lot of times when you put up a social media post, it'll have the transcriptions? Yes. Yeah, I think it's using the same technology where it just understands language and it just transcribes what it's hearing into right. written language. Which I think is so helpful and so Crazy, helpful. right? I have those beautiful little pictures when little babies get to hear for the first time and you see the reaction. Yes. And hear their mother's and father's voices. Now, I, I know the seriousness of this thing. I know it's a great thing. It's a great idea and I hope it's affordable for everybody. I would like to buy a pair for my husband <laughs> because I don't think he hears me. <laughs> he doesn't hear what you're saying. Well, I'm just saying if there, a, if there is like a sample, I would like to take it home. That might be by design. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm just... I actually... I, listen, I just... I had to, I had him go get his hearing checked. <laughs> I said, I don't understand what's happening. Oh, here. that is called... That's a good old selective hearing. Yeah. Oh, I know it is. Like, what'd you say, honey? So he comes back from the hearing test. He goes, listen, my hearing's great. They say it's better that you go in low register than high register. I said, all right. Jim, <laughs> it's time to take out the garbage. <laughs> well, anyway, I had to get a test. I just want to make sure. But, uh, maybe it's the messenger, I guess. Yeah. Maybe it's the okay. messenger. But these are cool glasses. They are. Very cool. Very, very yeah. cool. Um, you'll be able to see. And I think this could have helped a lot of people during COVID. I think of the, oh. the, the, the hard of hearing community. Yes. During COVID, when everyone was a mayor mask, you couldn't read lips. Yeah. Can you imagine? No. That must have been really frustrating while everyone, the whole world, the right. whole world must have looked silent to people. Yes, for sure. For sure. So, um, technology leads the way. Hopefully, this will help a lot of people. The company, if you want to Google them, it's N-R-E-A-L, N-Real. Yeah. And it uses augmented reality to help people in hard of hearing would and it deaf. Be like, would it be similar, Jamar, to like closed captioning on television kind yeah. of idea? Yeah, kind of like that. Okay. okay. I think the only weakness with this technology, this sure. is if there are a bunch of people talking at the same time, uh -huh. it has to make the choice on what to uh, transcribe and what not to. That's the, the weakness in it. Mm -hmm. But it looks pretty good so far. Yes. Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto? What's trending? Let me know, let me know. Well, I mentioned that Sweet Dreams was a little bit of a hint for the new Coca-Cola flavor. Well, it actually probably gave it away entirely because the new flavor of Coke is Dreams. So the people who did get to taste it said that it tastes like tropical fruits, kind of like mango, hints of pineapple and citrus. This is their fourth and final release of the year. If you remember, the other ones were Starlight, tasted like space. There was Bite, like B-Y-T-E, and that was supposed to taste like pixels. And then the recent collab with Marshmallow, which was strawberry and watermelon flavor, which, by the way, my brother, the last time I talked about this, my brother was like, you know what? I'm going to go get it. So he did, and he sent me a little bit of a reaction video. And to say he didn't like it would be probably an understatement. He didn't use any words, but his facial expressions were saying it's not it. So he said, basically, if you are a Coke fan, you're probably not going to like these fruity flavors. So, I mean, that's that for what that is. I'm not really a Coke fan anyways. Like, I'm not drinking it all the time unless I'm mixing with some rum. But... I mean, fruit, fruity rum, fruity, fruity rum, fruity Coke doesn't necessarily sound like something that's appealing to me. But Dream World, if you are interested in getting this fruit flavor, tropical vibe Coke, that's going to be available on Monday the 15th, just for a limited time. So 
you know, if you want to get that, go for it. Serena Williams played her final match in Canada yesterday right here in Toronto. She announced in her September cover issue of Vogue that she'll be transitioning into the next part of her life and that she'll be stepping away from tennis for now. And although painful, just something that she has to do. Thank you. Thank you so much. Toronto has great, great sports, so I'm excited about that. But thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. It's been a joy playing in front of you guys all these years. So thank you. My, even I want to cry a little bit hearing her say that. Before she came out for warm-ups, a video tribute played on the screens in the stadium with words of thanks and congratulations from so many of her peers, including Wayne Gretzky and women's tennis pioneer Billie Jean King. And even though she didn't win the match against Belinda Bensick, she received three loud ovations before the match even began. But even Belinda said that she feels starstruck every time that she sees Serena. So it's difficult to even put that aside and focus on the match because she gets a little bit paralyzed playing against her. But I guess that makes the win even all that much sweeter. So she said um, um, she said that she's looking forward to the U.S. Open and good luck to anybody else who has to play her. Um, but I sh- it's going to be a really special time because right now Serena is saying that she is formally ending her career after the U.S. Open and that begins at the end of this month. <laughs> Good morning. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. The Chum Morning Show. You go down to Disney, any Disney, and you think, okay, well, I'm going to go on this ride. But, you know, sometimes you wish you could be stuck on it because you're having so much fun. But sometimes you get stuck on a ride and it goes for a long time. Be careful what you wish for. That's right. So, you know the song, It's a Small World After All? Oh. That's at Epcot, right? Yeah. The Epcot, yeah. There is a group of people that got stuck on that ride, and uh, they heard this for over an hour. (laughs) (laughs) It's a brain worm. It's an earworm. This is... This is literally the worst case scenario. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> because most people complain that after they get off a small world, that the, the song is stuck in their head forever. Yeah. And now the song is really stuck. Yeah, but I'm gonna I'm gonna unstuck you and give you another one. Okay. Guess what, the parents out there? Yes, there will be a baby shark movie. Stop it. Stop it. And you know that you will be attending that theater. Yeah. You know what? Here we I, go. I kind of so. lucked out. My my child doesn't know about Baby Shark. He's not. He it kind of like happened before him. Yeah. So he's not in on Baby Shark. You know, only Everly. I don't know if she's she? watched. Well, she sang it for a while. You know, she's singing every member of the family in the backseat of the car about a month ago, and then it stopped. Yeah. So I don't know what happened there. But anyway, there's two earworms for you this morning. Oh my you gosh! Your body going. Get your head to explode. <laughs> Someone's head just really imploded on yeah. that one. Uh, Okay, the Baby Shark. Can you imagine that movie theater? The Baby Shark oh, movie theater. You. Can you imagine the, all the kids? It's like the Sharon Lewis and Brown theater uh, uh, thing or the Wiggles. Uh, you know, that's what it's going to be like. Oh, And man. you think you guys are going to get away from it. Like, I know some parents, and I'm one of them. I used to take a Tylenol before I'd go to any of these kids. There should literally be a dispenser. There should be a dispenser. In the, in the movie theater. And I thought, Marilyn, you're going to do this. This is for your son. You're going to do this and whatever. But it's it's adorable sometimes, but sometimes it's a it's lot. It's adorable sometimes. It's, it's a lot. It's <laughs> I've never heard anything described that way. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's it's like if anyone that says, I love it, I'm going, really? Do you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's adorable sometimes. <laughs> that is, I'm going to write that down. That's very funny. Wake up, wake up, wake up in the morning. Maryland.
Carl and Dennis and Jamar. In the morning. Chum 104.5. Let's talk about prenups. And you've actually been pretty open about the fact that you believe prenups are essential, right? I think they're essential because it makes the things clearer. Yes. And God forbid if either one of you either split or either one of you happens to pass on. Yes. There's no, and it's involved in the in the will too. It makes things clearer. There's a great, great line of clarity. I agree with you. Yeah. And I think when you just look at the numbers in terms of marriages ending mm -hmm. um, in divorce or separation, I mean, they're pretty high. Mm -hmm. um, so we're kind of all trial and erroring this this marriage thing that, we're, that we do, right? Yeah, that's we're right. all just trying it out. Yeah, and marriage is one thing. Is Cohabitation is the same thing. And it, it depends on what province you're in. Yes. But after a certain amount of month, a certain amount of time in certain provinces, you are considered cohabitators and therefore... A prenup will help you yes. mitigate any of yeah. the, 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 the craziness when there's a separation. Now, I want to say something else about prenups. Sure. Some people are very offended by them. Yeah. Um, and we, we, we will offend you shortly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm going to tell you, don't be offended if someone asks you for that because it's just, it's peace of mind. Yeah. That's all. I mean, I, well, but to your point, like I said before, when you look at the numbers, it's not a, it's not a crazy thing to ask for. It's not. It's not. I mean, things don't go well sometimes. All, or actually, a lot of times. And you know, Jim and I did it after we got married because we because of him, you know, being able to come up to to Canada to work, and that was a that was a lot of paperwork right there. Yeah. Um, but we did a, a, what we call a postnup, so it's just it's for clarity. That's yeah, all. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, listen to some of the the more uh, ridiculous things if you want to say uh, that people ask for. Yeah. Because I don't know if you guys uh, put any of this in your paperwork. Mm -hmm. um, one person has said um, the husband weight should not exceed 180 pounds. And if it does, he must pay the wife $5,000 for every additional pound annually until uh, he gets back to his target weight. Uh, that is a prenup clause. That's a real clause that someone put in. Um, here's another one. If a spouse dies of natural causes or surgical procedure, the other spouse gets to keep the house. Now, if the spouse's death is a result of a homicide, that's a whole different story. The house gets auctioned off and the proceeds could get... Oh, who would charity. even put that part in? <laughs> if someone kills you, it, you know, I'll put this up for charity. But if that, if that nose job goes bad, yeah. this is my house. Right, 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 right. I don't even understand. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, wife must lose all her baby weight in 10 months after having the baby uh, on, a, on a schedule. Okay, uh, so I don't know what the heck. I, I don't even know how that gets into a courtroom. I don't even know. How about I, this one? Mm. Uh, you may have a problem with this. One Sunday night football game per month for yeah, the husband. That's a problem. And only one season of The Bachelor or Bachelorette per year for the wife. Wow. All of which must be watched from the den or bedroom, not occupying the largest TV in the house. This is on paper. Wow. Wow. Their dating life must not have went very well. No. I mean, that, that you would even have to write that in right. it. Right. I mean, but it seems unfair. Day. I'm going to say why. <laughs> well, okay, because the Bachelor Bachelor they they run twice a year, right? Yeah, yeah. right. Don't they? Yeah, yeah. they and they run a couple yeah. times a week, right? Yeah, and uh, you're telling you're once taking away. Oh, it's only once a week. Okay, okay. The Bachelor. Okay. Isn't isn't there like a, a, sh a, a Love show? Love Island is every single day. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. Well. Okay. So then, and then there's only one Sunday night football game. That's hard. They don't mention the Sunday game, day games, though, do they? All right. <laughs> Sunday all day. You found the, you found the or Thursday night or Friday night. Okay, we're good. Oh, well, there you go. I'm all right. Okay, now. Well, I feel better. Uh, must have sex how many times a week? These are frequently <sighs> in prenups. Uh huh. That's uh, that's harsh. Uh, 
let's see. Another husband requested that if his marriage ends, he would be able to pay a certain amount of money in a lump sum settlement. But in turn, he would earn the right to veto anyone his ex-wife would date for three years. I'll pay you the lump sum for the settlement, but I can veto whoever, whoever you date for three years. Now, perhaps there are children involved and he wants to be in total control. There's yeah. a man that needs to have control. Yeah. That's probably why she filed in the first place. I'm sure it sounds like right. that, but like, what man really wants to fund like your next dates? Really? Like, she's going out in red bottom shoes and stuff like that. She's going on all the hot dates on my settlement money. Uh. <laughs> well, then they should not have gotten a divorce. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I mean, this happens. <laughs> this ha- well, I, I'll be great in a courtroom, right? You'll <laughs> be like, uh, red bottom shoes. I like how he said that. Yeah. Right. Um, it is irking to a lot of people, men and women, because women have to pay support too. Sure. To see that someone has moved on, A, moved on, they don't care who they move on with, and that they are using their money to fund a date or fund a weekend or fund food or whatever. So, yeah, that is, that is uh, this person is very irked, I'll have to say. 100%. Yeah. Right now on 90 Day Fiance, yeah. there's a couple who the husband wants to sign a prenup or yeah. wants her to sign a prenup. Yeah. And she now wants to add into the prenup that he needs to have kids with her before a certain date. Wow. So she was like, okay, I'll sign, but we're adding this part in. Okay. <laughs> okay. The, the, the sell-by date, or it must be opened by... Ex- yeah. Right. <laughs> There's exactly. an expiration on this. <laughs> uh, Texas or what you would put in a prenup if it could be anything. 104.536. No clause is too ridiculous, clearly, as we could see here. We'll talk about it next. So what happens to when you go through a divorce, as I've experienced, is that the, your mom and your dad weigh in on what you, they think you should do for this divorce. Oh, man. That happens because they are invested in you and they love you so much, but they kind of run interference. So everyone runs through their corner. They, yeah, the yeah, yeah. Or like running point. That's like, right. This is what you should do. This yeah. is what you should do. Don't, you, let, don't let her do that. Don't, don't let, let him, him take that. You know the wonderful cart that your grandmother had in her house? He's not allowed to take that, is he? I mean, that it gets that it gets oh, that man. detailed. So that's why prenups are really good. Now, some of them are very outrageous, like expectations of weight loss and when to have a baby and that sort of thing. But honestly, not too far-fetched because people go a little cray-cray when they go through a divorce. Yeah, for example, uh, another prenup I'm looking at right now says uh, the, the couple should not live within five miles of the in-laws. They cannot live within five miles of the in-laws. They have to live far away from the in-laws, at least five miles away. And they should be only allowed to visit once per month uh-huh. unless babysitting. You know... So, like, you don't like this person's parents yeah. at all. Yeah, or or we, I don't want them to live with us. Yeah. You are very close to your family. I'm trying to carve out our own family. Yeah. So they can parachute in every once in a while. But I'm just putting that in there because they won't leave the house, right? Right. I understand that. I know. I know. I, I get it. I know groups of people that take their their family members to the, the, the to the airport. Do you need to take the extended family to the airport to say goodbye? I just feel like it's a trip? discussion, though. Like, yeah, right. or it's like, just a discussion. Like, why wouldn't you say, "Hey, let's not live with your mom and dad," and that's it. And that's right? it. Like, why do you have to put that on paper? Because 
you were afraid of it happening. Okay. Like getting jammed into into the house. That's right. And yes. And then you'll end up maybe, you know, but well, you'll you'll be living with them, but you'll have to pay for them. Okay. And so you you know, you're trying to protect your funds, the what you what you earn. Right. And you are also psychologically trying to carve out your own family. Okay. Yeah. Uh, someone from Oakville texts that in their prenup, they would put, they would reference from yesterday's show, the 222 rule that we talked about. Okay, which was? Which was two, two dates days? a month, two week-long vacations a year. And and then two weekends away with one another every, uh, not every two months. Something like that, something right? Like they that, would yeah. put the 222 rule. Oh, I got it. Two dates a month, uh, two two weekends away Yes. within, within you know, a couple of, like, a couple months. Yeah. And then every two years, you take a vacation together without kids. Yes. Yes. They put that in there. Yeah. And they'd also uh, put a rule that sleep is never to be disturbed. <laughs> have to have a king-size mattress. Yes. Must have a king-size mattress. Wow. They really are worried about that. Okay. Um, another texter says, in prenup, I would put fingers and toes must be French manicured year-round. Skirts and dresses must be worn in the house. <laughs> We're rolling our eyes so hard over here. The eyes are rolling Ow. very, very hard. Do you it? Do you feel it? Ow. Okay. I, I, it's ridiculous. So, so, I do like having my nails and toes done all year round, but yeah. for you. skirts and dresses must but, be worn in the house. Get out of but here. But if you don't, we're getting divorced. And I'm, Sweat I'm, pants I'm, and hoodies all just because you said that. How elegant but, I, but I do love this person who participated because you're going but outrageous. Yes, thank you for the text. Like these prenups. So keep going, everybody. You twisted people. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. That's what it is. Twisted. Okay. Uh, the husband-to-be wanted his wife and her best friend for... Oh, let me skip that one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is an interesting prenup. That was a trust, yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, another husband requested that um, for very specific daily tasks to be completed during the marriage. Home-cooked meals must be home-cooked meals. House must be clean. Like, that is just... Ooh, ooh. A lot. Okay. I, I, yeah, that is a lot because I think it gets a little imbalanced. It does at times, doesn't it? Yeah. So they don't want to take the the full on, I got to handle all this. How about this one? So, uh, an attorney said, I've worked with couples who have a pet nup. Pet nup, okay. They indicate who gets custody of the pet or set forth of a shared access time schedule. So when both pet parents can continue to maintain a relationship with the pet post-divorce. I know two people yeah. that that have gone through this. One doesn't get to see the pet at all. It was used as kind of like, you don't get to see oh, the pet. That's not and nice. broken hearted. And the other one, every every other week they go out to some town in Ontario to pick up the pet to bring them back to Toronto to spend time with them. You know yeah. to non-pet owners, this sounds like ridiculous. Yes. Like to, me, to a person like me, I'm yeah. just like, what are we fighting over right now? Right. And then in this prenup, exactly, they go into great detail in this particular one regarding expenses for the pet because they're expensive, right? Payment of food, veterinary, dog walks, and cat sitting costs. And on it goes. So it's prenup and pet nup. There you go. Okay. All right. And this is why I do fish. That's it. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Morning Show. What is the riskiest thing you've ever done? Riskiest thing. Or wait a second. 
Doesn't Jim fly planes every now and then? Uh, he did for the first time in Amsterdam, in Rotterdam, with a pilot. And I was sitting in the back seat because he's, he's never done that. So he only did it once, but it was his first time. And it was very successful because I'm here to talk about it. But it was very risky. He was nervous but excited. Yeah. What was that like being in a plane with him, him in the cockpit actually controlling the plane? Were you, did you trust him? Absolutely. That was. I said to a girlfriend of mine who was sitting next to me who just told me when we were in the air that she was afraid of flying. I went, great. She was more of a concern than he was. Um, I felt like that was a lesson in trust. And so I trusted him. Wow. He did oh. a great landing, too. Re- reason being yeah. is because uh, Tom Cruise is working on the latest Mission Impossible. Yes. And... He couldn't land uh, one of the aircraft, like a helicopter, Yes. at an airstrip that they needed uh, close by because it was closed. Yeah. So they said, uh, what's the second best thing? How about someone's backyard? Yeah. <laughs> he landed in a random backyard near the airstrip. And, and you know, family was like, uh, yeah, I guess we could allow this. They asked yeah. and they said, listen, your backyard would be perfect for this. Can we land it in your backyard? But they didn't know it was Tom Cruise. They said a VIP, right? Uh, uh, well, you got to keep that thing really, really hush-hush. An unnamed VIP who was running late. Well, if if you tell everyone Tom Cruise is landing in your backyard, yeah. you're going to get the entire town to right. swarm the house. So they right. said, someone's landing in the backyard. It's a helicopter. Well, you know, you'll, you'll figure it out when he gets there. Yeah. They didn't think it was going to be him. No, I mean, you don't guess Tom Cruise. You probably just guess, like, you know, some military operation, something like that. Yeah, but then, like, yeah. oh, that's Tom Cruise coming out of this airplane. That's right. I mean, I could just see the helmet, you know, like around his arm coming out and go, hi, guys, how are you? Uh, uh, very, very amazing. She thought, the, the owner of the property thought, would it be good for the kids, cool for the kids to see a helicopter land in our backyard? Yeah. And then she's just about fainted. Well, they thought. got double the pleasure. Wow, did they ever. They got the plane and they got Tom Cruise. You know or what? The helicopter, that is. You know, this is not the first time this has happened. He had to land somewhere, and I can't remember where you guys, I think it was from Mission Impossible, and it was a couple of hikers. So he lands and, you know, gets out of whatever, and parachutes. I think it was a parachute. And all of a sudden, he's in front of a couple of hikers. He goes, hello. It's, it, it is a scene from one of those movies. I, Tom Cruise, I, I've said this before, I said it again. The man has the coolest life ever. Yeah. Like, you know, most people get to fly planes. Maybe, not most people. Some people get to fly planes and helicopters. Yes. And they always have to land in an airstrip. <laughs> Tom Cruise just so happens has to land in someone's backyard. I know. That's amazing. How many people get that honor or that, that, that task or that, that Instagrammable moment? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but I, I'm, I would, I, one of my bucket list things, guys, is to interview Tom Cruise. Just to say, what, like, where, what is your mindset when you do these things? And by the way, when I watched uh, Maverick, which was excellent, mm. um, what happened before Maverick, before he said, hey, everybody, we made this movie for you, was a trailer for Mission Impossible, like 18. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't stop this guy. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's, he's definitely, he's got to set some kind of record or something by now. He must, yeah. yeah. Uh. Um, and wasn't he the one that they said they were, might be doing a, a, a space a space scene, a scene in space. Yes, that's right. He wants to do it. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, uh, Tom Cruise, keep it going. Keep getting us good stuff. Toronto's Feel Good Morning Show. It's Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Chum 104.5.
Subway, the sandwich sandwich shops, yeah. have uh, come up with a new way to market their new campaign, the Subway Series. Um, they're asking Subway patrons to tattoo their body. <laughs> if you get a tattoo with one of these, I mean, one guy like a foot-long tattoo on the back, on his back. <laughs> with the Subway logo on it, the, right? Well, not just the Subway logo, right, but the right. new logo for their new Subway Series. Oh, ah. It's a big tattoo. Oh, my gosh. I'm looking at this. It? Back, like, it's, it takes back, like, the half of his back. Yep. <gasps> um, if they pick you, uh, uh, once you've gotten this tattoo, they're saying that some people could get free Subway sandwiches for a lifetime. Uh, begs the question for you listening. What product, what company, if you were offered free product or service for a lifetime, what would you get tattooed on your body? There's got to be something for Does anybody. it have to be big? I would, this thing is large. I'm going to say yes, Marilyn. I'm not, I'm not going to let oh. you get off that easily. Yeah, I knew you would. <laughs> so if it's, if it's anything that you... I mean, there's got to be something that if they gave you lifetime supply of it, you would be willing to get a tattoo. Because you, they say to prove your love, your declaration of love. Declaration of love, yes. Yeah, well, well, is, well. is there anything? Let of me see. course. Of course there is. Would you, would you get a Miss Vicky's potato chips tattoo on your back? Yeah, maybe. If you could get a lifetime of potato chips. The small bag. <laughs> Not the large bag. Okay. The small bag. Okay. You know, portion control on my back. You see, Azalea's uh, over here laughing at us because she yeah. already has tattoos. We're... We're, we're, we're naked bodies over here. We're contemplating. I have none. What I would do Hennessy, Casamigos, Lifetime Starbucks. of, of lick, uh, Starbucks. Oh, Starbucks. I would do Starbucks. <laughs> I would do no, a tall. I don't want the whole thing on my back. Not the whole thing. No. They're like, like You know what? I, I would like to do this. Yeah. I'd like to divide my back into a quadrant. <laughs> okay. The four, the four, okay. four food groups. Okay. What, what on chips? top left? Potato, potato chips. chips. Top right? Starbucks. Starbucks coffee. Okay. Bottom left. Jersey Mike's number three. Subs. Okay. Oh, right. Bottom right. And, 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 oh. Okay. Just a potato. Just a potato. <laughs> like like PEI potatoes. Okay. Just put the logo on there. Because you know what? That opens me up to a I'm lot of possibilities. I'm surprised neither of you said Sephora likes it. Like a lifetime uh, supply of Sephora, makeup. Would they just give us all the brands in Sephora? I would say I would say the tattoo oh, would give you I everything. See. Oh, okay. Oh, then definitely. Okay, Sephora. wait a minute. Ch change of the barcode. Okay, then I got I got I got a change of the barcode. Okay. Shoppers Drug Mart. Shoppers Drug Mart. Okay. Food gives you a little a variety pack of everything. Yeah, that would be okay. in the fourth quadrant. Toronto's Eaton Center. <laughs> you can't oh, do you, the Eaton, big. you can't do the Eden Center. Why? So why can't we do Sephora? Because it's all different stores. Yeah, Eden Sephora's Center. all different. Narrow down your retailer, miss. There's okay. You can divide your back into four. Okay. okay. <laughs> what is it? Tennessee, yeah. Casamigos, Sephora, and. Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton. Okay. Okay. Now you have to play. The pressure. We are okay. not the only ones. Okay. Playing. No, for sure. Um, I I get a, a a tattoo of Esso on my back to get a lifetime <laughs> okay. supply of gasoline. Okay. How about that? Good, I like I'm, this. I'm thinking. Now, yeah, but being the world's going electric. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now oh. I'm gonna be a dinosaur. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. The world's going electric. Okay. Well, then okay. half the top half of my back would be Esso. The bottom half of my back would be Adidas. I already spent like a lifetime. They've already gotten so much of my money. Like, whatever. Yeah, but there's a good call. It would probably be okay. Air Canada or, or American Airlines. Oh, look at lifetime you being very of, smart of, about of, this. Of, of I, plane I was, tickets. I was thinking. You're right. Yeah. Right? But Air Canada? 
I mean, I live here, right? But I mean, don't bring your luggage. <laughs> right. That's what you're saying. Because they're going to Travel with no luggage. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I, like your, I like your thinking. We did talk about products. I was really staying with the food groups. But, yeah. See, I like shoppers because remember we talked about a long time ago, if you got stuck at a store, where would you be? Yes. Some people said, like, Ikea. But yeah. I like shoppers because everything is there. Food. Yes. yes. Fun. Makeup. The whole bit. Uh-huh. But I like the idea of, of traveling. Yeah. I mean, what happens? Imagine? What happens if Subway's bought from, by somebody else? Oh, this guy's a big what jerk then. What happens if Subway is He's a big idiot. Jersey <laughs> and Jersey Mike's does not accept that QR code. Yeah, you yeah. are stumped for I life. Used to, yeah, and it's, a, and it's a big tat. You can't just like... It's huge. Erase it. Right, it's, it's, right. It's, it's across like shoulder to shoulder. Right. Good morning. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. The Chum Morning Show. I don't know. That Lamborghini tattoo probably... Would look really good on my back, wouldn't it? <laughs> Lamborghini, get free Lambos for life. Have we run away with this idea? This, this is, this is. It reminds me of a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about this guy in the UK who kept losing his card to a grocery store. So he had the QR code um, tattooed on his wrist. So, it, you know, when when he's checking out, it's it's right there. It's like having your PC Optimum right. card on your wrist. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> so then we take it a step further because, like, why not? This subway kind of promo in the states is talking about. If you put this huge declaration of love in a tattoo form for Subway, we will give you Subway sandwiches for free for the rest of your life if that's your thing. Yeah. So they're they're doing it. They're doing it. So we're thinking about what would you choose to be? I, I mean, I split my back and forth, but if I had to do it, I'd probably say Starbucks. Well, you split your back into quadrants. Well, see, I did. I did. Oh, much. <laughs> that, there were a couple products. I mean, yeah. you're getting a lot of products there. You're yeah. you're pretty much a walking billboard. I am a billboard. So, but if you could just pick one thing, what would it be? Um, I, I I have to say Apple would be a good choice. Yeah. Apple products. I mean, they come Free up for with, the rest of your life? Yeah. I mean, you could really deck out your house with all the lights, the, the screens, computers, big tower, you know, I don't know, all the stuff. I mean, all the peripherals, all the phones, all the watches. I mean, okay. and it's not a... It's not a terrible logo. It's just no, like Apple, no. right? Yeah, yeah. So that's it's, it's great. Yeah, you could think you could think you about could, the logo. Yeah, I mean, you could tell people some people that you just like Apple products. You could tell other people that you're just very religious and believe in like the creation story, right? <laughs> this is Eve taking a bite of the apple or something yeah, yeah. like. You, could, you just tell them, them I get free products for life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what are people? You can say that too. What are they saying? <laughs> um, a couple of people said uh, they want free blizzards from Dairy Queen. Oh, so they get the Dairy Queen logo. That's a good idea. Someone said the Amazon logo. Oh. That's a really good one. That's a good one. That gets you pretty well covered with everything that's ever been made. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, the alcoholics are coming in with LCBO tattoos. Uh, 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 Go get some help. <laughs> uh, no judgment. Uh, I texted that in. Was that you? Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, WestJet. Yeah. Someone said Costco. Costco. Oh, yeah. What do you think about Costco? Smart. Costco. That's smart because everything is there. Uh, food, uh, you know, supplies, uh, you know, entertainment. Sure. Why not? Yeah, you know, your family can be knocking at your door every day. And gas, yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone said Botox. They get a Botox, like whatever the, the brand name Botox is. <laughs> I don't know who the brand name for I Botox is. I don't either. Is. There's lots of different names, I'm sure. But yeah, for life, so yeah. They get free it's Botox it's, for life. It's expensive, Jamar. It's expensive. I could imagine it's mm. pretty expensive. Uh, someone said Tiffany. Like oh, Tiffany jewelry. Tiffany for life. Yeah, can imagine all that great jewelry. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, you just clean them out well, as you walked in. Only one or two people were very 
practical. The rest of us are shallow. <laughs> All over the place. Thank you. Thank you. Especially LCBO people. Yeah, right? <laughs> Although, we're coming to a party at your house. True. 100%. We're not bringing a bottle of wine. You're always paid. invited. Yeah, that's right. You're always invited, and we're never going to your house with a bottle of wine. Never. We've got it all there. <laughs> Do it. What's trending in Toronto? What's trending? Let me know, let me know. Don't forget, you need to hear that Harry Styles song in its full entirety, the full song, in order to win those Harry Styles tickets for August 15th. All right, well, even more things are being canceled in Toronto. Not Harry Styles, though, don't worry. But I feel like it's a theme, and it's we're just, like, all too familiar with it now. Pete Davidson was supposed to be at the Just for Laughs Toronto Festival in September, but he just canceled. It was called In Conversation with Pete Davidson. They said that the reason is a scheduling conflict. Um, it's been all, he has been all over the news uh, this week because of his recent breakup with Kim Kardashian. Of course, he was being bullied by Kanye West, and then the latest is that he's being, he's been doing trauma therapy because of that bullying which is just you know not cool i don't know why kanye somebody who has gone through his own mental issues would bully somebody else that clearly goes through mental issues so kanye not cool for that but i hope hoping that the therapy is working out for pete we don't know why he really canceled this toronto tour hopefully it's not because of the breakup but sending him all the good vibes anyway if you did have tickets for that it's going to be refunded to you. I mentioned yesterday that Summerlicious is back this weekend for two weeks. If you missed it, this is when over 200 restaurants across the city do prefix three-course meals for lunch and dinner for really amazing prices. So you can just eat your way through Toronto, through the world, because we have all the restaurants here. Uh, this year is also very important because we're really trying to support local and get our restaurants back to where we were pre-pandemic and just revive the industry. So make sure you get out there and, you know, plan out your route for what you where you want to eat. Some more local news. Dollarama is going to be on Uber Eats soon. So you pretty much never have to leave your house now. I recently discovered Walmart on Uber Eats, and I would order just such a wide variety of things. I would order my groceries, and then I would also order, like, a steamer <laughs> to, like, steam my clothes. So, I don't know. Dollarama, they have almost 6,000 items right now on Uber Eats um, for you to choose from. And the delivery fee isn't even that bad. It's, like, $2.99. So, even if you do need something, I don't know, paper towels or whatever, you just really don't want to leave your house... Just order it from Dollarama. So Uber Eats is saying that the most popular items uh, sold on the app outside of restaurants are things like toilet paper, paper towels, like I just mentioned, laundry detergent, mouthwash. And I mean, this is just, it's going to come in so clutch when you just really don't want to leave your house, but you really need that, you know, decoration piece or planter. Um, and But I feel like half the fun of Dollarama is walking around and seeing the things that you don't need but you're going to buy anyway because they look pretty and the price is good. So you're like, you know, it's an adventure in itself. Get, get, get up, 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 Wake up, Toronto. It's Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Come on. Get, get up, up, up. On Jum. So uh, for everyone in the workforce, uh, here's a new term for you to get used to. It's called quiet quitting. Quiet quitting. Uh, rather than loudly quitting your job. And I'm saying, out of here. I'm out of here. I'm right. gone. Yeah. Uh, quiet quitting is 
kind of pulling back the hustle culture and saying no to more of the projects that they're trying to give you on the job, like they want to do like extra work and things like that. You're saying, uh, no, I don't know if I'll do that. Um, refusing to answer emails, Slack messages, out of working hours, you know, not responding to text messages um, unless it's between the hours of nine and five. Yeah. That is quiet quitting. What's What do you mean by Slack messages? What is Slack? Um, Slack is that kind of platform that allows people to, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, it's an app. It's, it's an, an app, app okay. but it, it's kind of like... Um, group messages. Group messages and, uh, yeah, the okay. task management. Open forum. Yeah, task management. So, like, oh, okay. yeah, you open the Slack um, app, and obviously they didn't ask you to do it. I don't know, because they sent me the Slack app. I slacked on it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, whatever. Um, but they didn't, you to, they didn't ask you to do the Slack? You know what? Wow. You, know, you want to know why? I want the Maryland deal. Well, you know, it's a huge tutorial. So it's about a month uh, training okay. for Maryland. You know? Yeah. So they go, you know what? We'll just, like, because I'll tell you what I do. Yeah. Do. As you know, I answer every email, and I do all that kind of stuff. You even answer an email with a one word. I'll, I'll, I'll actually chuckle when I get the one word. Great, guys. I'll be like, what is this? <laughs> one word I want response. to connect with the people that you need to connect with, Demar, to say, I receive. It's a good one. I acknowledge. There you go. I like to leave them wondering. I want them to go, did he get it? Oh, they know that. I want them to I want them to think about me. They know that when you did he get the message. So I got it. So you know the thing is, yeah, uh everyone has a different approach to it. Yeah. But this quiet quitting is like you are so not invested. Yeah. So you are almost passive aggressive mm -hmm. with your job. Mm -hmm. You are like um, not answering at all or one word messages or like you say special projects. You do the special projects maybe tomorrow but mm -hmm. you don't, you're not all in. Right? You yeah. Do I think what you do, you just try to get by. I think that's one way to look at it. Yeah. Um, the way it's worded here, people are saying that they're trying to bring a little more balance because you know with all the the different apps you know you've got the email you've got text messages you've got the apps like slack you've got this that some people even getting reached out to on linkedin um for work that jobs that they already have That's right yeah people are saying that they're just there's too much accessibility i think so too. like if you're an employee there's always a way to reach me and to delegate something to me even when it's not working hours there's remember, always a way to reach remember we were talking about when what's the best way for friends to get a hold of you yeah yeah some people like text some yeah. people like uh, you know email something so if you know so what they're trying to do is a company yeah they're just saying i'm giving here are all these accessibility points and you're not taking any of them that means you're not invested right. so so i agree too that when does the day stop like their news cycles 24 hours i sent some stuff to you yesterday azalea after five o'clock it's like hey this is something i i didn't see this not that she had to read it at the time mm -hmm. we also have to self-govern too a little bit yeah Right, but but I do see, and you know, I've seen it in my lifespan working, at, you know, radio and television. That person was all in, and then I noticed that they're not anymore. Mm. And that should tell the person if you if you are quietly quitting, you quietly should be looking for another job because you're obviously not happy. Mm. You're not invested. You don't want to be here. <laughs> so that's okay. That's an interesting way to look at it. I don't I don't necessarily agree, but what, I think, what, what do you think? I think what, that people are trying to draw some boundaries. You know, I feel I feel like the boundaries are being drawn for people. But where's the quitting part, though? Well. You're quietly quitting all the extra stuff that you're yeah. doing. You're yeah. doing the work. Yeah. 
but you're quitting like, uh, I don't have to be on Slack and email yeah. and this and that. I'll get the job. I'll get the work done. You'll see. Right. And I looked at it this way, like, yeah. you want to go, but you're try you're not invested in the work. Yeah. And I also think you have to be, like, loud enough to say, I'm not going to join Slack. That's not what I'm going to yeah. do. This is yeah. how you get a hold Rather of Rather than be passive aggressive about it. Yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, is there a way I can get a hold of you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just wave. I can't. Send a, send a smoke oh. signal. <laughs> get, get up. Get, get up. Get up. Oh, the uh, fashion trends, the fashion uh, trends. Uh, everything everything old is new again. Well, you got a couple more miles than me. So tell me, is this really just how it works? Okay. Like, with these recycling of trends from different periods over again? Because for a while, we were doing a 90s thing. Yeah. According to what I'm reading, now it's the 2000s, the early 2000s. Is this just, is this how it goes now? It, 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 yeah, we, we say jokingly on the Marilyn Dennis show, if you, weren't, if you wore it before, you don't need to wear it again. You know, like if you've worn, uh, let's say, uh, big flare pants. Okay. And high-waisted flare pants. You don't need to wear them again. You've worn them once, it's okay. But it's new to a new generation. So, so they funny. go back in time, right? Okay. This is the, probably the explanation for why Y2K style or Y2K fashion is trending. Y2K fashion. We're talking about trends from the early 2000s. If what, you forgot. Yeah, what were those? Allow me to right? remind you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> those low-rise jeans, girls. You know, uh, like uh, something that you probably watched on Ali McBeal or something like uh, that, right? Yeah. Does that make sense? Ed Hardy. All those. Oh, Ed Hardy. Yeah, you know, those Ed Hardy design printed shirts yes. that you wore with me. Maybe uh, a Von Dutch trucker hat. A Von Dutch trucker hat. My son had one of those. Tiny purses. Uh, the velour track suits. Yeah. When you wanted to emulate your favorite star, Jenny, on the block so you could be Marilyn on your block. Uh, maybe a little juicy print on the bootay on the back of, yeah, of, yeah, of the, yeah. the tracksuit. Right. Um, those things are all coming back. And apparently they're saying that um, people feel like the pandemic robbed young people of their youth. Um, so they're trying to uh, wear clothing that makes them feel youthful again. So they're going back in the day and bringing these trends back. But this word is offensive right here. The word vintage. Okay. Do not tell me that Ed Hardy is vintage. Stop now, that. You I stop have to that. tell you that I learned the other day that vintage is anything 20 years or older. Wow. How about that? I was also very insulted by that. <laughs> if you are, I was really insulted by that. You know, I remember the days when Madonna was really wearing these oversized kind of sweaters and pants and, yeah. you know, you know, and their hair was kind of curly and whatever. Not Maybe a little bit before Vogue. And all of a sudden, my father would say to my sister, "Where are? Where's my cardigan? Where's my jacket?" Was she was wearing them to school? I remember that. That was remember the eighties. Where, where where was the big sweaters that yes. went off the shoulder a little yes. bit? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if your sisters <laughs> did that, but like no, we were we were kids. We yeah. were little tots at yeah. that time. Oh, that's I remember, true. I remember were, yeah. seeing it. Yeah. My dad sure. had like more sweaters taken from him, and he couldn't figure out where they were going. She'd come home and would like take them off really quickly and go put them up on the uh, back up on the hanger. Of course, it smells like perfume. Right. So that was a giveaway. <laughs> but but that's what you would do. Like when you're when you have 
like I would, I don't think I ever went into my parents' closet because they were, they, they were out of touch. <laughs> that would have been funny. That would have been weird. Uh, but I would go into my sister's closets. Yeah. And I see something in the back. I'm thinking that's kind of cool. I'm going to wear that. And it was covert because I never asked. Yep. I did get busted uh-huh. because there'd be like a mustard stain on it or something to return it. But anyway, that's what's happening. Well, that's what's happening. So you might get people going into their uh, their older siblings or maybe even their aunts, uncles, or parents' sure. closet now because Y2K trending fashion is everything right now. So if you have any of this stuff, by the way, you might want to uh, break it out and check I, the value. I wonder if Over the Rainbow on Bloor Street is going to bring that that's back because that's funny. what they're known for. Oh, my goodness. They're known for everything old is new again. So that's cool, plus great jeans. But... I have to laugh tomorrow because that Von Dutch brings back lots of memories. Yeah. What kid wasn't wearing that back in the day? Yeah, well, just don't call them vintage. <laughs> or a period piece. That's what I'm reading. Well, here, like. No, I'm in a period piece. You're in <laughs> Okay. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Morning Show. Do you like salty food? I do. Most people do. I think it's like a human thing. I think it's a mammalian thing if you if I'm really taking a wild guess out here like yeah like you know we like salts we do we you do. ever see a horse like lick on salt and stuff like yeah like animals like salt yeah yeah it's, I, don't, it's I, I don't know what it is but it's what we we like and when you as you get older yeah you you want more salt because your taste buds kind of disappear yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so but yeah. that is counter to what they're telling us we should have in our diets because oh. high sodium diets could lead to all types of health things right 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 um, in come these chopsticks, a, a chopstick that will give your tongue a shock. Electronic chopsticks <laughs> that shock <laughs> your taste buds. Why? To help you perceive that you're actually eating more salt than you are. What the uh, the chopsticks do is they replicate the the sodium diet. You see, these chopsticks um, give you like an electric charge. A minor one, like a light one, but very enough. small charge. Yeah, yeah. Something that they're saying that you can't even really perceive. Mm-hmm. And if you're eating a low salt diet, one of the complaints is that oh, I don't like how the food tastes. Right. I so don't you like- add more salt. So you add more salt. Uh huh. To combat that, these chopsticks use an electrical current that uses uh, ions in salt, replicates the ions to make you taste either more salt or MSG, the things that kind of attract you to the food. That's right. So therefore, if you use these, it will cut down your salt intake. You have this thing in your brain saying, hey, that's more salt. I'm good. You're satisfied. But this cuts down on the amount of salt that you bring into your body. That's pretty amazing. That that's really, really amazing. Because part of salt is taste, right? It's the, it's the whole kind of flavor that you have. Like, you know, what would be... Think about things that had no salt. Think about tomatoes without salt. Yeah, think about that, that, that low-sodium soy sauce. Doesn't taste right. good. Not delicious. Right? It's right. like uh, the that part of it I like gone. is gone, right? The edge is gone. Yeah, it's that little uh, yeah. that sensation. I don't yeah. know how to describe it, but yeah, it's salt. So they're saying way too many people eat way too much salt. And they and, and in processed food especially, they add it. And mm-hmm. then people add even more. So that's the other thing I was going to tell you guys. Mm-hmm. We're used to even more salt than we're supposed to have anyway. Yeah. Because we just want that, we want that edge to it. And sure. we're not 
getting it. So this is going to help. It's like a stimulant, on, yeah, like a stimulant yeah. on your tongue. So yeah. this is being uh, currently researched in Singapore mm-hmm. and uh, in Japan. And they're saying that this uh, device will help reduce the salt of Japanese citizens by at least 20%. Wow, that's and, pretty uh, amazing. And if this does get approved and uh, spread out, uh-huh. might be using salted or electrically charged, excuse me, chopsticks, maybe even forks and spoons and knives. Yeah, they're saying across. I mean, this looks cool, though. Yeah, it, it does look cool. I, I don't know how to work chopsticks. But anyway. Um, still? You no, might need to know how to do still, that. Still, Jamar? Yeah. No, I, I asked for a fork. Um, I can't I can't do it. Anyway, they say electricity. <laughs> we'll talk about that another time. Maybe that's what I have to learn how to do. That should be on my bucket list. That should be on Learning my bucket list. Learning how to use chopsticks. But they're saying electricity overall, and you and I talked about this off air, makes better food it makes like with this kind of electric charge makes food taste better and it fools you into thinking you're having more salt than you are yep but the flavor values get increased so it's not just salt they're saying could even be more than that wow so that's pretty cool Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar, the Chum Morning Show. If you want to be perceived as a team player at the place of employment that you're heading to right now, you might want to turn around and change your clothes and tone it down a little. Too much? You might be doing too much. Uh Uh-oh. According to a recent study, coworkers that wear fancy clothing are perceived to be less likely team players. And if you dress a little more modest or maybe just a little even more low-key then you seem to be much more of a team player. Uh, in this study, they had people look through um, you know, different social media profiles, yeah. and they had people who were potential employers look at different social media uh, profiles. They didn't tell them what to look for in the employee. They, they just said, would you hire this person? Would you hire this person? And over and over, people who seemed to kind of assert more fashion sense, flaunt their wealth in their pictures, appeared to be less team player-ish. Oh. And if you were just more modest, you seem like someone who was a little more caring of people and uh, a little more of a neutral dresser. You were kind of wearing the team uniform, which was neutral dresser. Yeah. Yeah. But the converse of that is um, if you're looking for someone who's more competitive in the workplace, then you look for somebody who might be dressed a little more wealthy looking. If you want someone who's a more cooperative, then you look someone uh, who, who dresses a little more neutral. Okay, let's do a little survey around the room. <laughs> sure. I got my University of Idaho book bag. <laughs> okay. That's about uh, eight years old. Yes. A pair of pants that I've had for about eight years. Okay. And a new pair of boots. Okay. Team player. I guess I am. Team player. Yeah, yeah. What about, uh, you, got your, you got your uniform on. I've got my standard issue black hoodie. Yeah. The gray sweatpants. Yeah. And a pair of Adidas. Okay, what about you, Azalea? How would you describe what you're wearing today? An all brown ensemble. Yeah. <laughs> High waisted. Ensemble. Ooh. <laughs> Jogging pants. Okay. <laughs> and a um, seamless tee. Okay. Team player. I think there you're you a go. team player. Team player. There's I mean, yeah. we all I think we look fine. But there's nobody like high fashion in this room right now. Yeah, yeah. High, high, fashion, high fashion, high fashion. Because I think when people dress in high fashion yeah. workplace, it seems like you want to stick out, and yeah. wanting to stick out can be perceived psychologically as someone who doesn't want to be part of the group. Yeah, 
can, it's not necessarily true. No, no, but um, I, can, I can see that. that I, that's the perception. But I always admire, I do, back before the pandemic, Yeah. I always admire people that came into work looking great. Mm-hmm. They have the makeup on, the hair is done, the clothes look pulled together, ironed. Um, and I thought, that, that, that they must be very organized. So I admire that. Yes. So I never look at them as not being a team player. I think oh, they're pulled together. They do that really, really well. I don't know. Did you, did you find that too? Yeah. I mean, they, they say you're supposed to dress the part, you know, when, yeah. when you want to, you know, look like you, you got it together. You got to dress like you got it together. Um, clearly, that's not what I'm going for. I'm going for the disheveled, like, <laughs> I'm still trying to figure it out look. Listen, listen, when I first came to this job, <laughs> yes. I used to dress up. You know, yeah. I thought, well, it's Toronto. It's, you know, the morning show. Uh-huh. And then Roger Ashby said to me, you know, you don't have to do that anymore. Do what? You don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> all, all of that. All you of that. I said, it. okay, next day, a pair of jeans and a t-shirt. Minus the zhuzh. That's better. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, uh, yeah, I, I do, though, admire, I, I don't know, Zale, do you mind that when you are downtown and you see this stunning woman or, like, you know, and yeah. I'm saying women because women like to look at other women going, oh, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. I never thought about putting that t- together with that. I'm always in great admiration of that. Oh, but I'm not too. working with them. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. I love looking on Instagram and seeing how somebody wear yeah. something. I'm like, wait, I have that. Yeah. Yeah. I could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Just so, never thought of it. It's before. a little bit I get I get what the survey was all about, but I find it a little inspirational and aspirational when I see somebody dressing a little bit better than MD, which is not hard to do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But they're not waking up at three AM. That's true. Right. That's true. It's tough. So <laughs> Okay. Just saw Something to think about. Yeah, yeah. Yes, something to think about as you uh, try to make impression at work today. Mm. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. Chum 104.5. Podcast.